Welcome to His Way Women's Bible Study with Linda Anderson. His Way Ministries is an interdenominational ministry established and committed to helping you experience a dynamic relationship with God. Now we'll join Linda in progress with this week's message. The, the prayer team ministers and the His Way leaders, lots and lots of workers, probably about 40 of us. And we were worshiping and praising the Lord in this place. And then we had communion together, the Lord's Supper. We spread out and we prayed all the way around this inside of this building as we took of the elements that represent the Lord's broken body and shed blood. And then we gathered again in the front right before we had a a Holy Spirit car wash, or you might know of it as a prayer tunnel. But something so cool happened in here. All of a sudden, there was kind of a crackling in the air, and it felt electric. And I asked, I said, so what do you feel? Because I wanted to see if others were feeling the same thing that I was feeling. And one of our His Warriors men who teaches our boys' class, he said, It feels like pins and needles. And that's exactly what it felt like. It felt like we were getting pelted by light. Pelted by light. (laughs) We were getting pelted by light. And so the spirit of the Lord was in this place two days ago. Electric. And I'm expectant. I just believe that you're going to experience God tonight. I believe that you're going to feel his love. I believe that what he did for the workers, he wants to do for all of us. And so you've you've just made a great decision in being here. You're so smart. So very smart to come to his way. And I expect healing tonight. I expect healing during the worship during the word. I expect God to touch you in deep places, not only physical healing, but emotional healing, relational healing, financial healing. I'm expecting God to do so many great things for you because you've come. You came, you got in your car, you drove it here. You made yourself come inside, even though you might have felt like What am I getting myself into? (laughs) But you got yourself here, so you're a candidate. You are a candidate for God to bless you, to pour into you, to show you his love. And so why don't we just go ahead and open our hands. Let's, Let's tell God that we are willing. You know what? We're needy. Not only are we willing, but we're like, oh, God, we've got to have help. We need help. And so we open our hands, and as God's eyes go to and fro across the earth tonight, he was looking at you. And so, Father, I know that you're always about doing good for for your girls. And so, Father, pour out your spirit. Oh, God, pour out your spirit. Father, we're asking that we will have an encounter with you that will spur us on. Oh, God, that will heal, that will bless, that will fix. Thank you, Lord, that it's just what you want to do. 
And so welcome, Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, thank you for what you did at the cross for us. Thank you. Thank you with all of our hearts. Now, Father, for those who don't feel comfortable, for the women who are just feeling kind of um, like they're going to run out of here any minute, <laughs> Lord, would you just help us, help every one of us so we won't, we won't give in to temptation, we won't give in to comparison, Lord, that we won't give in to insecurity, Father, that we'll just be able to stay and receive all you have for us. Thank you for always helping us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Yeah, so good. God's so good. So you need to hug at least three people and say, you look fantastic. love to stand up front and drink you in. Just love to see your faces and see you interacting with one another and enjoying yourselves. I love it. I love being in a place with women where, where there's love flowing, <laughs> where there, is, there are no, um, there's just no meanness allowed in his way. <laughs> One of our mandates from the Lord is to build friendships with other women that are exceptional. And so this is a place to make friends. And then the sky's bluer and the birds sing more sweetly when you got friends. <laughs> so if you, if you need a friend, we need friends. I just encourage you, be brave. <laughs> Don't give up easy. Don't let the the devil tell you that everybody else has friends and that you're all by yourself and don't listen. Yeah, just keep approaching people until somebody will smile at you. Surely somebody will. <laughs> well, in my hand I have a telescope, and you all got a telescope tonight as well, right? You all got a telescope? I wanted to get you all one of these. I wanted to get you a, a real one, but it was a little bit over the budget. <laughs> so I at least got you a small telescope because we are talking about being able to see farther than we have ever seen before. We are going to learn how to see things in prayer. Actually, they're prayer scopes. We are going to learn how to see farther and deeper in prayer so that we can accomplish what God has given us to accomplish and so that we can just have better lives too ourselves. You know what? God wants to use your life and do amazing things through you, but he also wants to do good things for you. Yeah, he's healed me so many times. I often tell him, I tell the Lord, Father, you've healed me probably trillions of times, maybe more, maybe a trillion, trillion. I won't know until I get to heaven, but he's healed me so many times. 
Every week here at His Way, we have healings. I'm sorry we haven't had His Way all summer and you've been suffering. (laughs) I know. I know. But here we are. We're back at the end tonight. We'll have, yay, we'll have the prayer team up front, all trained prayer team ministers who are trustworthy. You can come up and get prayer knowing that there won't be any gossip. You will not be criticized. There won't be any accusations. Nobody will come see you and say, what did you say? (laughs) You can come forward and get prayer. And please send me testimonies because we want to hear the testimonies each week of what God is doing, build our faith. We are indeed raising up an army of women who know their God and are strong. So we've got our prayer scopes. We've got our outline. In just a moment, Pastor Tamara is coming to read to us from Acts chapter 1. Now, i got to tell you that as I've been seeking the Lord about this Bible study in Acts, yesterday morning when I opened my Bible and once again I read the book of Acts, I listened to it once again. I've been listening to it all summer. All of a sudden, it hit me. I said, Lord, what am I thinking? I'm teaching 28 chapters in 10 weeks. And I said, Father, how in the world are we going to do that? Well, we're going to do it just like we always do his way. We're going to do it his way, and we're going to fly by the seat of our Holy Spirit pants. We're going to see how far we can get through Acts. One thing that will happen here each week is that you will hear the scripture read. And even if you didn't read the scripture all week, which I know would never happen to any of us, you will, <laughs> you will hear the scripture read. And what does the word say in Romans? It says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So your faith will grow. You will you will just find yourself having more faith. You'll be amazed. You'll be navigating life, and you'll all of a sudden go, What? Wow, I just feel strong. So you are going to get stronger through his way this season. I encourage you to be here. Drag yourself here if you have to. I told Sunday morning I was preaching here at Horizon Second Service, and I told the women, the people, The people, they were people, men and women. I told them that when I spoke at a retreat one time, somebody brought a woman in on a stretcher. That woman got healed. Yeah, God loves that kind of stuff. He did it in Scripture. Why not do it here? Do it again, Lord. So, yeah, so bring in your friends who need a touch from God. Bring in... um, Drag in your friends, your neighbors, your the waitress, the server in the restaurant, the clerk at Macy's, at the grocery store. Just drag them in. <laughs> Tell them they're going to get whacked by the Holy Ghost and get healed. Well, you might not want to say that. No, you might not want to actually say that. We have room in the back for flagging. We have flags, and so if you like to flag... You are welcome to pick up a flag and and um, do a victory dance back there. That's what a flag is, you know. It 
proclaims victory. Um, you are welcome if you're conservative like I was for the first 40 years of my life to sit quietly and, and just enjoy the worship. You're welcome to do whatever God gives you to do here. There's no pressure to perform. There is no pressure to be something that God has not done in you. You can be yourself in this place. Now me, God, when the Holy Spirit came in and baptized me with fire, which we're going to talk about next, um, revolutionized my personality, changed me. I became very demonstrative and scared my husband to death. Well, not to death, but scared him. But you are welcome here. No comparisons. No no looking around and feeling less than or more than. Man, we have a tendency to do either one of those, don't we? No, not you. Not here at his way. Okay, so I've got my prayer scope in my hand. We've got our Bibles. And Pastor Tamara is coming to read to us from Acts chapter 1. And one more thing before she does that. Dion, our prayer team director, has an announcement that she is going to make about next week or the week whenever whenever she puts it together. Do you want to hear it? Okay, there's enough. They want to hear it. Okay. Welcome, Dion. So I'm going to keep the why a secret, but I'm going to let you know what I need for a really cool why that's coming. <laughs> um, I need five to eight representations of other countries' spoken languages. So if you are bilingual or at least can read in another language, I would like to hear from you. Why don't we say there's cards in the back, because uh, I'll be doing prayer duties afterwards. There's cards in the backs of these chairs. If you can speak another lingual, language or read from the Bible in another language, please put your names on the card and a contact number and give it to Marla or myself, and I will be contacting you with the why and ask you to maybe participate. It's going to be really cool. How many are of you, let's just for, for kicks, Let's get some hands going if you know other languages. I've got two, three, four. What? Yeah. I would love biblical languages. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. Great. So I would love to see all your names on cards with some kind of contact information. Like somebody told me that they can read in German. They just can't speak in German. I said, that's what I need. I just need you to read the scripture to me in another language. Okay? So I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks, Dion. That's intriguing, isn't it? It's going to be really, really, really powerful. Okay, so get ready for the word. We Good. Thanks, Melissa. <laughs> we have a tendency, um, I used to have a tendency to sometimes when the word was read, I'd be dis- distracted and doing other things. I want to encourage you every time that the scripture is read to tune in, make yourself listen thoroughly so that the word can have its full weight, weight of glory with you. That's W-E-I-G-H-T. 
so that it can have the full weight of what God wants to do. So, Father, I'm asking, oh, God, (laughs) Father, may you customize this word to every heart and put it so deep inside of us that we are changed. Father, I'm asking that as we hear about the many infallible proofs of who you are and what you have done, oh, God, that you would eradicate unbelief. And that we will begin, we will continue, that we will walk in the fullness of who you are. Thank you, Father. You're going to do it. Thank you that you will. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I have my own microphone. (laughs) I feel really happy about it, too. Um, Dion, thank you. You just made two years of college studies in Koine Greek worth it. Um, so tonight I'm going to be reading out of the Greek New Testament. <laughs> uh, actually in college I took Koine Greek, so it's not like I could actually go to Greece and speak to someone because it's the dead Greek language, but it's the language that the New Testament was written in, which is why I had to learn it. So I mean, that was like thousands of dollars and late nights of doing Heath and my homework. You know what? I don't, I don't have a problem with that. You can ask him about that, my husband. I did his Greek homework. Somehow he still passed the test. So, Anyway, we are in the book of Acts, and we'll read in English. I'm in the New King James Version. So you can read along, or you can just listen, whatever is easier for you. But we are going to read Acts chapter 1, so we are starting with verse 1. The former account I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach until the day in which he was taken up, after he, through the Holy Spirit, had given commandments to the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs, being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God infallible proofs. So next time somebody tries to ask you, you can show them those words. All right, moving on to verse four and being assembled together with them. He, as in Jesus commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the father, which he said, you have heard from me for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy spirit. Not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or seasons, which the father has put in his own authority, but you shall receive power when the Holy spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Now, when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly towards heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel who also said, men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus who is taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. 
Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey. And when they had entered, they went up into the upper room where they were staying. Peter, James, John, and Andrew, Philip, and Thomas, Bartholomew, and Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Simon, the zealot, and Judas, the son of James. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. And in those days, Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples altogether. The number of names was about 120 and said, men and brethren, this scripture had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit spoke before by the mouth of David concerning Judas, who became a guide to those who arrested Jesus. For he was numbered with us and obtained a part in this ministry. Now this man, Judas, purchased a field with the wages of iniquity. And falling headlong, he burst open in the middle and all his entrails gushed out. And it became known to all those dwelling in Jerusalem. So that field is called in their own language, Akel Dama, that is field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, let his dwelling place be desolate and let no one live in it. And let another take his office. Therefore, of these men who have accompanied us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John to that day when he was taken up from us, one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. And they proposed to Joseph called Barsabbas, who was surnamed Justice and Matthias. And they prayed and said, you, O Lord, who know the hearts of all, show which of these two you have chosen to take part in this ministry and apostleship from which Judas by transgression fell, that he might go to his own place. And they cast their lots and the lot fell on Matthias and he was numbered with the 11 apostles. Well, you're embarking on a journey. What we will see as we go through Acts is we will see the expansion of Christianity step by step from that epicenter of our planet, Jerusalem, and out to the outermost parts of the whole earth. We will also find that ordinary people did extraordinary things when they were filled with God's Spirit. Now, you are candidates to do those kinds of things because God's Spirit is ready and willing to fill you. The only thing that we need as people is to be willing. A few weeks ago, my husband and I were in an Apple store, and the new iPhone, iWatch, the new iWatch had come out. And I like gadgets. And so I decided that I needed an iWatch. And so we went over to a young man who was going to help me there at the Apple store to get fitted for my iWatch and to decide what color band I wanted and to get it all hooked up. And as I approached this young man, I noticed that he wasn't looking at me. He was looking down. And so eventually, I, I was able to ask him, can you see 
And the young man said to me, no, I'm, I'm completely blind. And I said, so have you been blind from birth? And he said, yes, I have. I've never been able to see at all. Now, amazing that he was working there at the Apple store as one of the salesmen. So this young man, I asked him, I said, well, have you ever been prayed for that your eyes would be opened? And he said to me, yes, as a matter of fact, I was. He said I was prayed for in my youth group a few years ago. An evangelist, a healer came through, and he prayed for me. And I said, well, did God touch you? And he said, well, I'm sure he did. I went on to tell him the story of last summer when I was in Africa, and I was able to pray for a blind man, and that man received his sight. And so I told this young man, I gave him, at the Apple store, I gave him the testimony of that man in Africa, doctor-documented, healing, blind man, completely healed. And I gave him the account of what had happened with that man who was born blind in Africa. And then I said to the young man, so, do you want to be healed? And he said, well, yeah, I do want to be healed, but I really feel like it would be too much of a learning curve for me. I said, but you could do it. I said, you could learn it if you, if you wanted to. You could decide. And then he said no, and he kind of patted my hand, found my hand, patted it. He said, no, it's just too much of a learning curve. I'm, I'm just, I'm okay. You know what? We do it too. I want an Apple computer. But I have had PCs for the last, I don't know how many years. And the learning curve for me to get a new Apple computer? I know, Pastor Ben. I know, he's giving me the thumbs up. He wants me to get an Apple. The learning curve for me to learn the new technology? I just haven't committed to that yet. You know, I got... In the mail yesterday, I got a box from Estee Lauder because they had a free gift, and so I ordered something from Estee Lauder so I could get the free gift. And when it came, there was a whole big um, pamphlet about how to put makeup on my eyes. (laughs) And so I read through that, and it told me how to do my brows and how to do my eyeliner and and um, eyeshadow, which is always a mystery to me. I just can't figure it out. Whenever I put it on, I look in the mirror and I go, oh, no. And then I usually end up swabbing it off before I go out. <laughs> I do look in the mirror when I put it on, but when I'm up close to the mirror, it doesn't look like I look when I'm far away. So I usually end up taking it off. Because the learning curve is just too much for me. Now, some of you, if you come to make a decision to be here at His Way every week, it's going to be a huge learning curve. You're going to be stretched. 
There are going to be nights when it could even be raining. (laughs) It's going to get dark. You're going to think, well, I don't even know if I want to go out tonight. And yet, the Lord wants to do something in you and for you that's only going to happen as we move forward and say, I'm willing. I know, I'm talking to the choir. You're all here. If only I could talk to all the women who aren't here yet. Well, if you want to take your outline, at the top of your outline, I've entitled tonight the 40-day challenge. And then I've put the word bow. No, it's not bow. It's bow. The word bow right there at the top of your outline. I also want to encourage you to do your questions. Each week you will receive questions that will help you work through the chapter that was read. And as you do those questions, you will find out things like, can we still cast lots like they did, the disciples did? They, they said, well, let's just throw some dice and see who it should be. <laughs> so you'll find out if we can still do that. And I'll just give you the answer. You need the answer to that one because some of you are really thrown off by that. The answer is that since that time, that moment when they did that to determine who the disciple would be who took Judas's place, it was right after that that the Holy Spirit came and empowered them so that they had the Spirit of God within them and they could hear God and they no longer had to rely on outside things. So sometimes don't you think it'd be easier just to, what is it, draw straws? Just seems like it'd be easier than having to take the time and listen for God's voice and then believe his voice. And yet we have the Holy Spirit, and he is the God who speaks, and we can hear him if we listen. So we have a 40-day challenge, and here it is. It's right there on your outline, and we have five minutes to do it. (laughs) Here's the scripture. It's the one that Pastor Tamara paused on. This is such a pregnant spirit. It's so pregnant, pregnant promise, pregnant scripture, pregnant with promise scripture. (laughs) Good thing we're women. Whoa. Okay. Right there, Jesus Christ presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs. Now, you're going to find out why Luke was able to write this book and why he had infallible proofs as you do your questions. Yes. So Luke wrote this book. We're going to find out that Luke was a physician. Why in the world did they need a physician? I mean, Jesus could just heal everybody. So there's something else we'll find out. So he presented himself alive by many infallible proofs, being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Now, women of God, beloved, when Jesus came back from the grave and he was with those disciples and those people for 40 days, 
He wasn't talking about sports. He wasn't talking about the Estee Lauder gift. (laughs) He wasn't talking about his pets. He was talking about things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And part of this 40-day challenge that I am challenging you to because of the Lord walking for 40 days and so many important things in the scripture about the number 40. I'm challenging you to 40 days of bowing. How many of you saw the War Room movie? Okay, quite a, quite a few of you. It's very good. Oh, yeah. Yes. it's really good and I recommend that you see it the woman in the movie has a prayer closet and I had someone well I've had a few people tell me that Pastor Linda that's your prayer closet it's just exactly like yours it does look a a lot like my prayer closet I have a closet where I go and I spend time with God and if you come to my house I will take you up there And I will let you go in, but you may never come out. (laughs) We had a gathering at our house a couple weeks ago, the the worship production team for our church. And one of the men went up there in my prayer closet, and I didn't know he had gone up there. And we didn't know where he was. And a little while later, I took someone else up there who wanted to see it. And this young man couldn't get out. Seriously, he crawled out. Yeah. So the presence of the Lord is thick in that place, and he's thick wherever you pray, too. So recently, a few weeks ago, as I was going into my prayer closet, I often wear my slippers so my feet stay warm, and the Lord told me to take off my shoes. And I said, Lord, they're slippers. Like, I would take off my shoes, but these are house shoes. They're slippers. And the Lord, I felt his voice in me saying, take off your shoes. And so I took off my slippers and went into that room. And then I heard the Lord say, get ready to bow. So what I did that day and what I've been doing every day since then, because the Lord knew I needed help. I need help. What he's been instructing me to do every day is to take off my shoes and to get ready to bow. Now, I want to tell you what this means. I'm not really big into acronyms. It's not my favorite thing. My husband loves them. So does Pastor Leanna and Pastor Josh. You love acronyms. But I don't love them. But I like this one because it's a great reminder What the bow means, the B, believe. It's on your sheet. What the O means is obey. And what the W means is worship. And I'm challenging you to 40 days of getting on your knees at some point in the day. It might be, it might only be just a couple minutes. You get on your knees, you bow. You say, oh, God, I believe you. Oh, God, I will obey you. And, oh, Lord Jesus, I worship you. And then you get up. You're done. Maybe. 
40 days. <sighs> okay, it's 8.30, and I am going to be trustworthy. You are going to be out of here on time. Will you read through this outline this next week? Read about 40 days. Why 40 days? Why it's relevant? Will you read about at the bottom? See if you can fill in the blanks. In fact, if anybody gets all the blanks filled in right, we'll have a prize for you next week. Yes, anybody who fills in a blank, all the blanks correctly, correctly. Yeah, you can't just fill in the blanks randomly. No. (laughs) So if you fill in the blanks and you get them all right without looking at my sheet while I'm up here, then you get a prize. Okay. Before we go, should just close your eyes for another moment. you will draw us so close to you that we'll want you more than anything. Father, I thank you that you show yourself strong on our behalf. And so, Lord, everything that you want this season in his way, without any lack, without any limit, everything you want. Thank you, Father. Bless them, Lord. Bless these women and cause your face to shine upon them. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, I'll see you next week.